What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Yolk Christian Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. I am in the car. I apologize if you are watching from, like, <laughs> YouTube or something. My lighting is awful, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, so, with the, anyways, with that being Ooh. said, um, you like my soprano there? That was, that was nice. That was Thank cool. You. Thank You're you. You're hitting the high note, man. I could definitely be in the opera with the vibrato you and know? everything just going. I don't, know if, I don't know if you're called into that, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, I recognize that we all have strengths and weaknesses, and just I recognize that I have nothing but strengths. So, well, Um, opera (laughs) being my finest of strengths, obviously. So, um, yeah. But with that being said, you can hear if you're listening on, uh, you know, via audio, you hear Codus. Codus, tell us a little bit about your life. What's going on with you? Um, you know, not much, dude. Football is finally started. You know, like, well, Football already started, but this is like football practice now. We're doing helmets today. Oh, and dude, yeah. It was like 80-some degrees, and it was humid. And, oh, like, my eyes kind of still hurt because I got sweat mm. in it so much because it just oh. all drips down. Yeah, dude, yeah. sweaty eyes is never fun. No, it stings. But, dude, I, I miss football. I love it. Yeah. I just love it. It's so fun. Good deal, man. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't miss the the heat. I never played football, but I played summer baseball, and I don't I don't miss the heat by any means. So I know that stuff, yeah. on, especially with all the gear on you. Which you, you, so I'm yeah. assuming if you got helmets on, you've got all the other stuff on too, right? Pat? Yeah, well, no. So today was just helmets, and the next days okay. is shoulder pads, and then we get it all on. So oh, we like because Iowa requires it to like kind of take it a day by day. Gotcha. I don't know okay. why. I guess just get used to it. But yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. But I'm excited. Well, hey, um, yeah, you'll have to send me some highlights. I want to see you take out somebody that looks like Michael Lower, okay? Yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, if you've ever seen the movie Blindside, I highly yeah. recommend you go watch it. He's huge, dude. He's yeah. huge. Yeah. I want to see you pick up a guy and carry him all the way across the field just like that, okay? I, I know you're not a sinner or anything like that, but still. <laughs> you're you know, a long snapper. I, yeah, I mean, some people say that's a sinner, but those yeah. people – make me mad dude because <laughs> a long snapper is not a center bro it is completely no. different i got you you're, you're a skill set you got a special yeah, skill set exactly yeah. i'm special yeah. man special that's right teams. that's right <laughs> um so for those of you listening we are going to talk about the quote-unquote love the person hate the sin yeah uh, maxim it seems <laughs> that christians today have taken on this love the or hate the sin love the person kind of persona like it's they're making it their personality Mm-hmm. Um, and which, by the way, on if you listen to this podcast, you've heard us both say this before. Uh, love the person, hate the sin. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, and so I, I really just want to talk about it a little bit just because God has, yeah, God has convicted me on this. Um, and mainly because, like, I've realized the – what word am I looking for? The division that it, it, it really brings. So, like, when, when Christians say that, we're imagining, you know, the, the love the person, hate the sin. We imagine a good response. Like, oh, they love me. But they what they think in their mind, the people that are receiving the, this, this sentence – is well how can you love me if you hate something about me yeah. and so and that's what i really want to dig into um but first i also want to talk about biblically of course this is a, a christian podcast by all means so we're gonna we're gonna take it to the bible that's what counts that is the ultimate authority yes. um and so let's take that phrase and dissect it um love the person completely biblical okay uh hate the sin completely biblical okay put them together it's nowhere in the bible really I wanna, yeah. So, uh, like, uh, so nowhere in the Bible does it say in the same verse, "Love the person, hate the sin." I thought Jesus said it somewhere. Oh my Mm-mm. goodness! I've no. been lied to. No, but this is where we get it from, and I've got to pull it up. This is in Jude. Okay, so it's in Jude. But Jude is only one chapter, so it's Jude verse. Yeah. Uh, Jude verse twenty-three. Twenty-three. 
And so I'll read you the, the portion of it. It's the, it's the latter half of the verse, but it says, show mercy still to others, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. So that's, that's where we get it from. Um, and so I'm going to read it in context here. But it says, this is Jude, again, chapter 1, the only chapter, verse 20. But you, dear friends, you must build each other up in your most holy faith. He's talking to Christians at this point. So he's saying you must build each other up, other Christians, mm-hmm. okay? This is not, he's not saying Christians speak to non-Christians this way. He's saying Christians speak to Christians. So he says, but you, dear friends, must build each other up in the most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourself safe in God's love. We'll come back to that because I think it's kind of cool. Um, but verse 22, and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. So that means in context, that means that somebody has faith just because it's wavering might, you know, might be on the ladder end, but they still have faith. So this is addressed to people that claim to be Christian, not people that are not Christian. Okay. Keep that in mind. Then he says, verse 23, rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. So rescue others. Okay. This can be the wavering Christians. That's who he's addressing. Um, or we could apply this to people that are not Christians. Okay. But with that being said, it says rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Of course, if, you, if you're a Christian, you know that's what we're trying to do. Um, but anyways, let's see. Can you speak up a bit? I'm, that's as loud as I can be. Um, so Start yelling. Top of your yeah, lungs. Right. Ah! <laughs> um, so with that being said, rescue them uh, from snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to still others, um, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. So if you've read anything in Matthew about what Jesus says, it's all about love, right? So we're supposed to love thy neighbor, as Matthew chapter 22 says. Yeah. Um, but love the person, completely biblical. Uh, hate the sin, completely biblical, as we can see here. Um, but the, the thing I, I really struggle with, this is just what I felt convicted with, right? And this is when, when Christians say, love the, the, the person, hate the sin. Yes, completely biblical. I get that. I understand it. I agree with it, but I don't think we should say it like we do. Um, when, like, Codis, even on lies before, what we said is we've said um, yeah. when somebody asks us about our, our opinions on the LGBTQ and plus like, like stuff like that, then we'll be like, look, we love the person and we hate this. And of course, we'd add to that. Um, but yeah. I, I, I do want to add my typical response because I don't know if I ever said it on a podcast or not. So when somebody asks us um, if we support somebody that's in the LGBTQ, this is what we say. And this is actually biblical based off of this Jude passage. What we say is, are they Christian? If they are Christian, then no, we don't support it because the Bible definitely speaks out against homosexuality. Um, it's, yeah. it's, there's no mistranslation. It, there, it definitely is a sin per the Bible. But if somebody is not a Christian, then we cannot hold the laws of the Bible to yeah. somebody that does not believe the Bible to be true. As so, you say, you do you, boo-boo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, just follow the laws for your land. I'll add to that sometimes. But with that being said, I've uh, I've felt convicted in, in some ways, form or fashion. And I'll, now I add, but that doesn't mean that if we're right in our faith, that you won't be judged for your actions. So we believe, Codis, you and I, we believe that they will be judged ultimately. Yeah. Um. So that doesn't mean you know go live willy nilly by any means. But yeah, if somebody doesn't. If, that, if somebody doesn't believe the Bible, then they live as they want. But you know. Yeah. We're not gonna force it upon them. Yeah, your actions have consequences. It's just a matter yes. of in this life or the next. And I guess we'll find out sooner or later, right? But Yolt, so man. I guess the, is what I'm saying about this, the love the sin, hate the sinner thing about, and how like so how I don't like it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I guess I'll just reiterate the reason why I don't like it is because of the divisiveness that it causes. 
So mm-hmm. when somebody says love the person, hate the sin, when somebody hears that, that is not of the faith. They like, oh, okay, let me start over. So somebody that's in the faith, they hear that. And they're like, okay, that makes sense. But if you're not of the faith, then it's going to be like, okay, well, you hate a part of me. Therefore, you hate me. Yeah. You know, so. And the, the way I like to say it is my friends, they do stupid stuff. Like I have friends that aren't saved and they do stupid stuff. And I don't support the actions they do, but I still love them because they're my best friends, you know? Like just mm-hmm. because I don't agree with everything they do doesn't mean I don't like them, you know? It's exactly like that, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, just because my friends do stuff, I don't support yeah. those stuff. They're still yeah. my friends, though. I still love them, you know? I think a good analogy is look at, like, a parent, okay? So when a parent has a kid, mm-hmm. just because the kid does something wrong does not mean that the parent no longer loves them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so as people, we can still love each other, um, but it just – I mean, we don't have to agree with everything you do. Likewise, like CODIS – you might do something I, I view as stupid or, or more accurately, probably other way around. You probably look at something I do like that's stupid. Um, that's more, oh. much more probable. <laughs> um, but that doesn't like we still love each other as brothers in Christ by all. Yeah. So um, it doesn't negate the fact that we can still offer love. But yeah, you really tick me off sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do. So I'm going to pull this verse up because we're talking about love. Right. And so we've talked yeah. about before in this podcast. Um, I passed the book. It's first Corinthians chapter 13, verse four, three. We talked about it. What is love? Okay. What so as Christians, love? yeah. Um, but as Christians, we are supposed to show love, but how do we know to show love if we don't know what love is? So love mm-hmm. right here, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is yeah. not jealous, boastful, proud, or okay. Let's go. Let's take this one, one bite at a time. Okay. All so right. love is patient. Love is kind. One big old chomp. Yeah. Okay. So love is patient and love is kind. Do you think that when we respond to a person asking us, uh, love the person, hate the sin, do you think that that is loving and patient and kind? Or sorry, do you think that's patient and kind? It can be. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think it all matters. Yeah, I think think it all matters about how people respond to the response after that. So when, when somebody says what do you think about this we say love the person hate the sin they then respond of course angry because they think that we're saying that we hate a part of them uh, mm-hmm. it all depends on how we respond after that which most people from what i've seen don't respond correctly um and that's just me and my own uh subjective i guess opinions based off of what i've seen but um now it says that love is jealous sorry love is not jealous or boastful or proud i want to say that or rude i want to say that yeah. So how often do we say love the person, hate the sin, and we sound both prideful and rude? I, th- I think it's just about every time. Yeah. Um, and then it says it does not demand its own way. How often do we Christians towards people that are not Christians with the hate, the sin, love the person? How often are we demanding that people come to our side of things? You know what I mean? Yeah. So with that being said. Um, there is a way to lovingly correct, but again, if they are not of the Christian faith, we cannot hold them to the Christian values because they don't believe the Bible to be true. So, and that again goes along with the Jude, with the the reference that we read there. It's go because it, the the author of Jude, I, I I guess it's Jude. I have to look at it. I don't Let know. Let me look Jude real is, quick. Do it. Um, but the author of Jude says that like he's writing it to people that are of the faith, um, and he wants us to refer to the people of the faith when saying that. Um, which again, that that isn't even necessarily in and of itself, a verse. Um, is Jude Old Testament? No, it's right before Revelation. It's the second to last book. Oh, um, yeah. 
But uh, let me keep going with this love thing. It says, it does not rejoice about injustice, but but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. So, I I feel like I don't have to explain that one. Jude Um, wrote it. Jude? I never heard of Jude. So, the letter was written by Jude in the very first first verse. Jude calls himself a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of Mm -hmm. James. Rather than calling himself Jesus' brother outright, Jude chooses oh. to humbly call himself a servant of Jesus. So, Interesting. is it Mary and Joseph's kids then? Yes. Huh, alright, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, Jude along with James was a younger brother of Jesus. Yep. Hmm. Oh, well, um, go Jude, go him. <laughs> he wasn't the favorite. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> How could Jesus not be the favorite? We talked about that Honestly before. though, like, um, yeah. But verse six says it does not rejoice about injustice. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's take that one one bite at a time or a half right. bite, right? <laughs> so it does not rejoice about injustice. Um, true love doesn't. That is so. Codis, how often do you see Christians praising the opposite of love on this app? So, like when a, a Christian wins, say a, an argument, but not in a loving way. Um, maybe that's a bad way to frame the question. Um, but I, I so. I'm going to – injustice, of course, by definition is when somebody is wrongfully accused, right? Um, I guess we could say. So um, love does not rejoice when somebody is wrongfully accused. So how often do you see people praising wrongful accusations? I see it all the time with these false prophet statements. Yeah. Um, especially like Stephen Furtick. People are like going to town on bashing Stephen Furtick um, and all these things. But, you know. True love does not rejoice about these false accusations or these, these injustices. Uh, but instead, true love rejoices whenever the truth wins out. I think a lot of times if we're, of course, if we're loving, we are patient. We are kind. And so if we're patient, we're going to wait until the truth reveals itself because the truth always reveals itself. The things that, that happen in the dark will sooner or later come to light. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, patience is key with that. But And then it says, this is what I want to talk about. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. If you truly love the individuals that are coming onto the, the live or coming on your comments or, or talking to you, if you truly love them and you say, love the person, hate the sin, if you truly love them, you will continue to have conversation with them beyond just the initial thing. Now, I can't go and find every single person that, that, uh, that go, joins these could. lives. I, I, yeah, um, but that's, that's the kicker there. Since I can't go and, and continue conversation with every single person – I don't think I'm going to say love the person, hate the sin, because if I'm saying I love the person, that insinuates that I'm going to invest my time into that person. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? No, yeah. I, can love, I can love each individual as a, the, the person that they are, but I don't think I'm going to continue to say I'm go, I love that individual person if I'm not willing to invest time in that person, um, if, if Damn, that makes that sense. That is a good podcast. I like this one. Thank you. But does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah like, it makes and, a lot and, of sense. And when I say that, I don't want it to sound like, I'm not being loving to the people that I'm not investing time in by means. I still love them as an individual, but like mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out of my way to say that I love them because I'm not willing to invest my time. Does yeah. that make sense? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it says love never loses faith. What do you think that, what do you think about that Codish? How it applies? Love never gives up pretty much, I guess is another way to say it. Yeah. Um, so in terms of biblical context, you're loveless, love- I guess. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good way to put it. That's a really good way to put it, relentless. In biblical context here, saying love never loses faith because God is love 
God never loses faith in us. Likewise, since we are to love God, we are to never lose faith in God, right? Now, because if you have true love, then you'll keep his commandments. Yeah. So that's what it's implying here in this context. But in reference to what we're saying here about love the person, hate the sin, um, I'm going to have to say how it relates is um, we don't lose faith in each other. Um, and so I don't know about you, but and this is just me personally, this is me speaking on my own convictions. I lose faith in a lot of people after a few comments. Um, so whether I, yeah, I get what you mean there. Yeah. I, so, I, I, because some people... Yeah, yeah I, I get what yeah. you mean, though. Yeah, and so since I'm losing faith in that individual that maybe, like, a lot of times I think, okay, this person is completely irrational. So, like, I yeah. lose faith in their ability to reason, right? Mm-hmm. And so, now that's not necessarily a bad thing because some people are legitimately incapable of such reasoning. Um, it but, seems like a lot of people, like, I, yeah, I think you've mentioned this before, but they don't want to talk. They just want to debate. Like, they don't yeah, want to yeah. learn, yeah. I guess you could say. They yeah. just want to debate or... And if, if that's the case, then it's perfectly okay to ignore them, right? To, to, um, to not continue that conversation. Because as Proverbs would say, you are becoming a fool by responding, yeah. um, by falling into their, their games. But uh, then still verse 7, it says, love is always hopeful. If you are truly loving, if you love the person and hate the sin, if you are truly loving, you are going to hope in restoring that conversation or you're going to hope that somebody will have that realization. And again, because I cannot continue that conversation, I'm going to struggle to say or continue to say, love the person, hate the sin, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, and then finally at the end of verse seven, it says, and love endures through every circumstance. Again, it's easy to lose faith in somebody in the middle Mm -hmm. of conversation. Right. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I guess to, to kind of wrap it all up with the love, the person, hate the sin. I feel convicted because I'm not truly showing love. I, 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 I am exhibiting love by responding with patience and with kindness, but mm-hmm. because I'm not continuing that conversation, because I am not, um, well, well, basically I'm essentially giving up, right? Because I'm yeah. not continuing that conversation and love never gives up. So therefore I'm not exuding proper love by definition. So I will no longer say love the person, hate the sin. But again, in context of Jude, I'm going to flip back to this. I'm going to read what Jude says again. And this is Jude, the only chapter. So chapter 1, verse <laughs> 23. Okay, Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. This is, of course, uh, stating in reference, or I guess before this, he says, dear friends, recording or, uh, referencing other Christians. So this is speaking to Christians. Yeah. And he says, rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. And this is, again, because people, it's talking about people whose faith is wavering. This is, uh, but anyways. It says, show mercy to, uh, to still others. Um, I'm going to look at this here. I've got a, a little asterisk. I'm going to read the, the possible translation. Watch your here. mouth. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, verse 23. Oh, 23a. Okay. So some manuscripts only have two categories of people. One, those whose faith is wavering and therefore need to be snatched from the flames of judgment. And two, those who need to be shown mercy. So, um, yeah. So it says, show mercies to others. But do so with great caution. Um, again, let's let's talk about great caution here. Okay, so when I'm showing mercy to somebody, um, of course, mercy is when somebody is deserving of punishment, but they are given grace instead. So that would be mercy. Mm-hmm. So do so with great caution. Show mercy with great caution, and then it states hating the sins that contaminate their lives. So we have to be yeah. very cautious because when we say hate the the, the sin, love the person. I don't think we're being cautious enough because 
and again, it says do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives, because we, we ought to hate the sin by all means. That's completely biblical. I'm not saying not to. And I'm also saying to love the person. I'm not saying to um, to not love the person by any means. We ought to love all people individually. Um, yes. But we ought to be more cautious with just throwing the word love around. You see, our society has dumbed down the word love so drastically. Like we're like, oh, I love this puppy. Um, or like, oh my gosh, I love that game. Or oh my gosh, I love that song. But that's not the case. You know, by, with the true definition. It's a whole love, different definition now. It is. And so that's what society has dumbed it down to. And so um, if you don't believe the Bible and you don't believe the biblical definition of love, then you're imagining love to be the same thing. And, and in regards to relationships these days, love is purely sexual, purely intimate. Like That's, it, that's what sucks, dude. Because yeah. like you can't find a Proverbs 31 anymore. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no. no but, it's crazy, though. Like yeah. nobody wants like a genuine relationship. It's usually like. A one night thing kind of deal, you yeah. know, like, yeah, because nowadays people can go on their phone, find somebody and leave the next day. And that's mm-hmm. all people want. They don't care about genuine connections and all that stuff. It's just For like, sure. I'll move on. Like, that, sure. that's all it is. Yeah. And, and let's add to it. Literally, there's a the one definition of love is when you say we're going to make love tonight. Like, literally, you're using the word out of its biblical definition. And instead of saying the word sex, you're saying love. But sex is not just love, and love is not just mm-hmm. sex. There's so much more to both sides of those things. Yep. Um, but uh, anyways, so that could be a, that could go on a whole tangent, right? Yeah. There. Um, that could. Man, but, yeah. So, anyways, our society has, and this is just Satan's work because no, he doesn't want people to know. He doesn't want people that haven't experienced God's love. He, he doesn't want them to know what love truly is because if they know what love truly is, yeah. then they know that God can show them to that. But if, if you they know, think, if you ever get God's love, I'm telling yeah. you, that changes a man. That will change percent, a thousand times. But if you think love is purely sexual and purely intimate, then there is no way in your mind that God can show love to you without mm-hmm. essentially like raping There's you. There's no right? way you're going to have real love. Exactly. And so that's why it's important to know what exactly love is. But mm-hmm. again, because of Satan and what he's been doing, and he's been succeeding at it thus far, is yeah. misconstruing the definition of love. And so it's very important to hold near and dear to you the true definition of love. Love is patient, love is kind, it's not proud nor rude, boastful, all that fun stuff. So, again, I'm going to recap with this verse because it's the verse of focus here. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to others, but do so with great caution. Great, 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 great caution. Uh, I can't urge that enough. Great caution, showing mercy to others. Hating the sins. Be cautious when you hate the sin that contaminate their lives. So, with that being said... um, Codus, we've talked a lot about love. Um, we talked about Jesus' love. We talked about you know God's love for us, and we talked about love amongst our, our, each other. How we can show a um, you know we haven't really talked, I guess, in depth of the different kind of like Greek words for love. You got agape, agape love. I forget all of them, but that's there, the unconditional love. Agape, Philly. Um, yeah. I, can't I know there. Ones. I know there's a mercy, there's an unconditional, yeah. and then I, uh, and then a brotherly love, and I forget the Greek words for those. But anyways, with that being said, we we haven't talked much about those, but there, there is certain words of love, certain love Greek words that can be applied to different yeah, contexts. Agape so obviously, is God's love. It's pretty much like only God can give agape love. Philly is the brotherly love, and then mercy is the other one. Yeah, um, I would, I would say that 
the un- uh, unconditional love is like that of a parent and a child with most. I can't say with every situation because obviously there are some messed up parents. But yeah, uh, for the most part, a parent and their child, of course, God and the church. Um, and I, I want to let's talk about that for a second. Unconditional love is between God and the church. It, uh, God's unconditional love is not that of non-saved individuals. Go look it up. Completely biblical. Um, but what he, he does us. show. That's right. He does. We're his I got to be like a podcast about that. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. favored by God. <laughs> uh, I'm his favorite, by the way. Um, someone commented on that uh, when we first started the podcast. Someone said, God told me I'm his favorite. <laughs> nice. I love that. Um, but no, the love that God does show to everybody, not just his children, is that of the merciful love. Um, because he extends every individual the option to choose to love him. So with that being said, the option of the choice to be saved. And that is mercy because we're all deserving of punishment. That's why it's a merciful love, not just a graceful love, mm-hmm. um, because we're all deserving of punishment because the wage of sin is death. Um, so and we all sin on a daily basis. And if you don't, yes, believe, we do. So you lie to yourself. Um, yeah, but yeah. So anyways, with that being said, um, I'm not going to say love the per- or, yeah, love the person, hate the sin anymore because I got convicted on it. So, um, of course, you need to follow your own convictions. If you are a Christian, you are saved, and you have you're the Holy Spirit within you. If you hear this podcast and you think I'm absolutely absurd, then okay, that's fine. Um, it's probably half of our, our podcast by all means. Um, but, you know, it's uh, follow the convictions of your own heart, assuming you have the Holy Spirit within you. Um, but uh, I say all that to say this. I'm going to wrap it up with this, Codis. Um, do you have any thoughts you want to add? No. no. Okay. Um, I say all that to say this. Christ came and died and then, of course, resurrected out of love. And so he did it out of the unconditional love for the saved the, or the future and past saved individuals. He did it out of merciful love for uh, all people that are not saved, that he wants to become saved because it says that all people he wants all people to live in paradise with him. Um, but with that being said, you choose your ultimate destination um, because you're, you're the, you know, you, you reap what you sow. And so with that being said, um, God allows for us to have that choice he knows the outcome of our lives he knows the outcome of our choices but he allows us the choice nonetheless so with that being said i, I don't i hear a fan is that what is that what that is oh yeah my fan's going off i'm sorry no, no no you're good um so with all that being said uh i say at the end of every podcast but christ's death and resurrection is the single most important thing to happen in, in the christian's history yes, right is. um and so his death right there is like I said, the most important. Uh, according, it's what our faith hinges on. Um, Song Song mm-hmm. eight six says, "For love is as strong as death." And so, with that being said, Christ's love for you that He offers you on a daily basis, that He shows you on a daily basis, is a gift that we have to choose to accept if we so choose to accept. Um, and if that's something that you're willing to accept, if that's something that you're willing to consider to accept, um, Codus has a, a, a prayer for you. Yep. All right. So, if you would love to repeat after me. Please repeat after me. So, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and to come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now please help me to live for you for the rest of this life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, with that being said, thank you all for watching. Feel free to go check out our socials. We have the link in the bios of everything. And uh, we also have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. It would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and we also have uh, clothing. Don't go buy any yet, though. <laughs> um, really don't. Um, here soon, though, it'll be really neat. Um, but anyways, thank you all for watching. And with all that being said, y'all, uh, y'all go Godspeed.